Hi, welcome to episode 158 of um, the Gospel of Kennison. Maybe I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. Welcome to my personal audio journal. Um, this is going to be a short and sweet one with a little bit of weirdness right in the middle because I did something I never do. Um, last week I was feeling really, 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 really depressed, like very low. And I've been low for about, um, for about three, four weeks now, about three weeks, but this was a really low period. And I thought, Hey, here's an idea. Why don't I hit record and see what happens? Because I've never really recorded when I was really, really low and it was really, really bad. (laughs) So now that I'm feeling a little tiny bit better, at least enough to sound like I can do a show and have a regular voice and not sound like this the whole time. Um, I figured what I would do is kind of sandwich it in between some updates because I haven't been podcasting. I haven't been doing that story show and I didn't do red school bus this week and I feel like crap about it. And I, I want to talk about what's going on and I don't know what I've talked about in previous episodes. I always forget. So if I repeat myself, you know what? Just, just chalk it up to James is getting old and he don't remember crap no more. So, um, I'll give you a little bit of an update now and then I'll, then I'll subject you to the, the, (laughs) the depression, James, I'm laughing, but it's bad. I'm telling you, it doesn't, it's not entertaining. That's the thing is it, it has no redemptive qualities to it. I I thought when I recorded it, I'm like, you know, maybe people will get an inside view of what it's like, but I don't even talk enough really to, to get any points across. And so it definitely reaffirmed to me that when I'm not feeling like podcasting, I should not podcast. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you one of the things. It's one of the things I don't know about you as a listener is why you listen. Um, is it because it's like you get to get inside the mind of somebody like in general and you would listen to pretty much anybody that talks the way I do? Is it that you care about me specifically as a person and therefore you're interested in hearing the things I have to say? Um, or is it you, um, deal with some of the same stuff and it's relatable. Those, those, those are the three main categories that I would imagine. Um, because I don't get any hate mail. So there would, there would be a possible fourth category and that would be people that like to hear people struggle. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about those people. I I haven't had any. Um, 
you know so great episode maybe maybe i've misinterpreted some emails great episode james really you know we're behind you 100 percent. and what they really meant was you know man that was so great the way he he's he's feeling so terrible i hope hope it continues you know but um no i'm, I'm really hating on myself right now because i'm i don't feel like podcasting and it's so weird okay because i'm doing artwork and i'm putting myself out there artwork wise and my wife said it even today she said sometimes she said i'm so glad 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 i'm so glad i can't speak english uh, i'm so glad that you're doing artwork because sometimes artwork stresses you out and you can't handle it and i said i know it's weird but i can't podcast right now and i can't play video games and i can't enjoy movies or tv um but I do remember some of the stuff I said in last episode, and so I'll say those again. I'm still losing weight. I'm um, I'm down to 292.5. So I think that puts me at 22 pounds total that I've lost. But I'm still fat. I, <laughs> I look in the mirror, man. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, I'm still fat. But I'm under 300, which was a huge goal, and I'm almost under 290. So, uh, how am I doing it? I think I've shared it, but it's just, um, eating a lot less is really what it comes down to. And, uh, nothing magical. I just, I don't know. I flipped a switch in my brain. I, you know what it was though? I started watching the thousand pound sisters on, on, um, it was a combination of things. It was the thousand pound sisters on, on TLC. Uh, they're on YouTube. You can watch clips. And uh, there's a guy, I think he's one of their brothers or something, or somebody's husband, maybe. And he is in excess of 400 pounds, or right right, right about that. And I was like, is that where I'm headed? Because I'm not, I, I, I'm still gaining. I'm constantly gaining. It's not like it levels off. So is that is that where I'm going to be before I finally take control? And uh, it was it was definitely a wake-up call. Um, the other part was it's a little more personal, but, uh, I couldn't reach everything when I was showering. <laughs> so <laughs> is this the reason you listen to the show? <laughs> so, because I talk <laughs> like nobody else talks. Um, well, I, I just want to, <laughs> since I'm being so open and honest, um, I, at this point in my weight loss journey, I can now reach everything. <laughs> so showering has become a, 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 a an easy thing but I, I was so bad off that i was running out of breath getting dressed in the morning you know i was getting winded going up the stairs um you know and but i even even though i'm down right now even though i can't podcast i am still walking 20 i'm up to 20 minutes on the treadmill and I've done the incline to two. That's a big deal because that's it's a lot harder than one, which is no incline. Um, I'm still eating eating right. I have a bowl of cereal on, on in the morning. I have one sandwich in the afternoon. I have a sensible dinner at night. And have I been perfect? No, but I stay on the scale, and I'm still losing because I think even when I cheat, I'm still going underneath. You know, I'm still well within the boundaries of, of what I should be eating to lose weight. Um, 
And when I cheat, I try to cheat by eating apples. I like apples. And I have baked lays. Mmm. They're so good. But I can only eat so much of them because they're so dang salty. So it's kind of like a built-in thing where, you know, uh, and, and if I want ice cream or something, I'll, I'll get an ice cream. I'll go to Chick-fil-A and, and have an ice cream cone. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm happy and I'm, and I'm filling up at dinner. That seems to be the, the most important meal for me. And so uh, it's good. Oh, and I'm doing artwork. I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but I've been doing uh, artwork again. I, op- I opened up my website, drawyouapicture.com, and I put my page back up on Facebook, and I have done two jobs so far. One for a friend of mine, um, and it's a podgagement logo, and I'm very proud of it. It was a lot of work, and uh, you'll hear me reference it in the sad part that I'm going to expose you to shortly uh but but it's all over and done with now and you'll see why one of the reasons i couldn't release the episode until now um and then i did another one for my brother david he is uh changing positions he works for bmw and he's taking a huge pay cut um and 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 he's gonna work uh somewhere else and um I'll have to ask him if that's in your business or not. But anyway, he, he's just making a major life change, career change, taking a huge pay cut uh, just for quality of life reasons. And uh, he doesn't want to chase the, the dollar. And, and But it's going to open up some time for him to do what he loves, which is woodworking. And I did a uh, Kennison Woodcraft logo for him. And, uh, and then um, I was kind of sad because my work was done. And um, a guy who is um, the head of the Southern Missouri Children's Ministries around here um, that I randomly bumped into at a, at a meeting that I wasn't even supposed to really go to. It was just one that uh, David, you know, with our denomination, David invited me to go. And, and I was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind feeling like a pastor for a little while. So I, I went and voted and I bumped into this guy. His name's Chip. And uh, I knew him back when he was a children's pastor because we would uh, have children's camps together and stuff like that. Anyway, I shook his hand and mentioned, I, I think I mentioned that I do artwork. I, I wasn't at the time uh, back open, you know, to doing artwork again. But anyway, he emailed me yesterday and uh, he's like, Hey, do you, do you, I need some logos. I need three. Is that in your wheelhouse? I'm like, heck yeah, man. So um, I'm, I'm working on three more projects. So, uh, it's, it's weird being, I don't even know what the word would be, but selectively depressed. Like I usually when I'm down, it means everything. And I am pretty low. Like lately I've been sleeping a lot, like going to bed at eight 30. It's eight Oh three right now. And I already want to go to bed and I'll get up at like two in the morning for about an hour and I'll watch moon Knight on Disney plus. It's pretty good. And then I go back to bed and I'll sleep till 10, 10 And then I kind of just lay there in misery thinking about how I should be podcasting or getting ready to podcast. And I, I just can't, I can't function. I can't get up. 
And eventually I do. And I pick up my son, I come down, I work on some artwork or something. Um, so so I am I am very dysfunctional, but surprisingly functional, you know? Um so I'm glad I'm not at zero, like nothing's working, you know, that that that's an option. Uh some things are working. Like like okay, the ministry thing. Here's an update on that. I've I filled out my uh volunteer uh, uh paperwork. And uh, they called me today saying they're running my background check. And um, I've already been told that the youth, pa- the children's pastor would like to have me um, do the service after Easter. Uh, so if you're a pastor or a children's volunteer of any kind, you know, Easter is a big freaking deal. So having the week off after that, you know, is a big deal as well. So, um, so she's already, you know, given me a job and I'm, and I'm not nervous about it. I'm not anxious about it. I'm not depressed about it. I'm not feeling less than about it. Everything seems to be fine. And, and that's not typical of me when I'm down. It, it just seems to be my daily routine and my sleep, of course, and then, uh, podcasting and, uh, I, th- I think I think that's where some anxiety is coming in, but it's so selective because usually when I get anxiety, I get anxiety about artwork, I get anxiety about ministry, I get anxiety about everything. So I don't know. Uh, and I, James, why haven't you talked to your doctor? I, I called them, and I think they're in the midst of moving. So they haven't been good about getting back to me, and they haven't been good about answering the phone. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I like my doctor. Otherwise, honestly, I would be thinking about moving, but it's so difficult. Nobody has openings. You never know who you're getting, you know, if they're good or not. And I like, I like my crazy doctor. So I want to stick with her. And, um, but I do, I need to call tomorrow. I just forget. I lay there in that bed and all I am is miserable. And, uh, it, 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 it's, it's like, I don't know. It's like being possessed almost. I, I don't know what it's like to be possessed because I've, I've never been properly possessed. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, uh, I've never had a, a, a demon, a demon in me. So, um, but, but I would imagine if I was a demon, then I would like live inside of you and I would take all of your resources, you know? I would take all the good stuff and, and then leave you with all the bad stuff. And also just cause I'm in a demon right now, I guess. Um, I would also make you do things while you were sleeping. So when you woke up, um, there would be dead people around you, but that's just me being a demon. I'm not a demon. Okay. But that's what I would do. I would be a good, I would be good at it. I would be getting demon of the month. So anyway, okay, enough about that. You, you're all caught up. I hate I hate that I'm not podcasting. Um, it's a big, hairy deal. Um, I have some plans to maybe kind of work myself around it because a lot of it seems to have to do with the preparation side of things, not the actual performance side of it because I'm doing this, aren't I? All I did was sit down with a basic idea of what I wanted to say, hit record, and I go. It's not a problem. 
the other day it was, and you're about to hear that. But right now, I feel like if I could get somebody to put together show notes for me, um, I might be able to podcast more often. And bless his heart, I was talking to John about that today, and he says, oh, I could do it. I'm like, dude, do you, you realize what you're saying? The guy with a no job giving the guy with three jobs another job to do. There's no way I'm going to ask you to do that. So anyway, be on the lookout. If you're somebody that might want to help, um, I, I might pitch it. I might put it out there. Uh, I, I basically it would, it would entail having, having me send you stories, you reading through them, deciding them if they're good or not, and then posting them in a shared Google document and then telling me when they're done. And, and then I would check over it and, and it would be a paid position. Um, so, you know, it wouldn't pay much, you know, but anyway, but just be on the lookout for something like that. If you're interested, um, I've got some people in mind that I might ask, but, uh, Anyway, so now let's let's do the depressing part. This is the depressing part of the podcast where you get to hear me being depressed. And it goes on for about 20 minutes. Uh, but I might edit some of it for content and for time. Um, and after it's over, I'll come back and I'll make some comments. Um, heck, we might listen to it together and I'll make comments while while it's going on how about that let me pause the podcast and make that happen interactivity okay so we're joining already in progress i've already done all the preliminaries here we go i don't even feel like my head is attached to my body it was rough it was a rough day it's like it's not a part of me my mind this is the medicine i was coming off some nothing entertains nothing fulfills yeah and i know it's this medication change yep for those of you that may not know i recently had a medication change because i asked the doctor for more of what i was already taking which was doing me really well yeah like a miracle drug for a while and she prescribed it but then the insurance wouldn't pay for it because they suck it's a new medication it doesn't have a generic it's very so expensive i guess it's a lot of money they're paying hundreds of dollars i know we pay hundreds of dollars for our copay yeah it's ridiculous so i can't imagine how much the medicine actually is Um, so she, so, so the solution was keep me on the dosage I was on and add more to it, which seems to make which sense. Immediately threw my sleeping patterns off overnight. It took me until last night, actually. So better part of a week to get things back on track where I was sleeping at night. And halfway awake during the day. But I still have the same problems. Um, 
I don't have anything to do and I have no desire to do it. Yeah. It's not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, a lot of, quiet. I was feeling <laughs> like my life was all messed up. I was even saying it to myself out loud. I was alone today for a little while and I said out loud, what's wrong with my life? What's going on with my life? What is my life? And realization came a positive thought, you know, that actually your life is pretty good. Your family is great. Your kids are great. Your house is great. Car is great. You're really handsome. Everything is pretty great except for you. And I thought that was a pretty sneaky way of my mind getting to the same place it's been for the last eight to 10 years. But it, 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 it didn't really take, it, it just kind of registered as an absolute fact that I'm primarily the problem. And then I just went on with just being a ghost in my own body. You know, and that's a hard thing to describe, but as I hear myself, um, may, I don't know, maybe you can relate. Have you ever, have you ever felt that just floating inside your own mind, seeing things through your eyes as if you're watching a film? It's, uh, it's not good. It's not fun. And, um, and it was directly related. I know now to, to the medication switch and, um, it just wasn't a good thing for me. I, I tried it out. You'll hear me talk about this later that I have to let every medication work its way through me and give it at least two weeks because I've tried so many, I'm about to run out. So anyway, before I get ahead of myself, let's check back in. Um, I'm still walking 20 minutes a day. Um, I've pulled something in my back and I, I'm better now. I think it has to do with the treadmill because it's the only activity that I do. It's not the treadmill. My wife says it's not, but I think it's because she doesn't want me to quit and I don't plan on quitting and, and, and it's not an excuse to quit. Um, but I do feel like I pulled something yeah. in my back. It's adventurous things. It really bothers me after I've been sitting for a while. Things you don't talk about. It's the second time it's flared up. Yeah. It's personal. But my physical ailments are nothing. Nothing at all. I even had a, a bout with, um, with allergies that kept me from going to an event with our church it was a it's a pretty big deal the board members and staff of the church that we're currently attending came out to the melvin for a brunch and i didn't have any responsibilities or anything but i would have liked to have been there yeah but that night i didn't sleep at all until about 6.30 in the morning. 
And when the alarm went off to get up at nine, I just couldn't, couldn't do it. Um, I had a similar night Saturday night, but I forced myself to get up and go, cause that's the family. I mean, it's church, it's the whole family. So it's a big deal. Okay. I'm going to pause again to say this isn't as dark <laughs> and as miserable as it felt. It, it, 99% of it had to have been just the way I felt at the time. And you can't really convey that through even vocals apparently. Uh, so, um, sorry, I, I warmed it up like it was going to be something amazing. It's kind of, but I did tell you it's not entertaining. I did do that much and I slept more. It's just a lot of dead silence. There's so much. I want to be that I'm not. And likely never will be. Okay, maybe it is dark. Because that's real stuff. And at this point, I don't know if I'm ailing. Or if this is the new me. Is this just who I am now? who you are have i sometimes this so long that this is a majority of my life yeah that's a thing that's a thing i worry about my brain doesn't work really down right now if you can't tell yeah my brain doesn't work fast when i'm depressed and I figured since I didn't do a show Thursday, I could at least record a GOK. It's 11 o'clock on a Monday night. Um, my son's on spring break. He and I are supposed to go to an arcade place somewhere out west, about 38 minutes away. <clears throat> you pay 20 bucks and you get unlimited all day free uh, game play. Uh, I say free, but it costs 20 bucks. But Okay, so that happened and it was really fun. Um, it's a nice little arcade collection. Half the crap needed to be worked on. You know, like buttons and switches and things like that. But we had a good time, and uh, and it was a good it was a good trip. And I got to play him um, on Donkey Kong, and I never can get past the third level. But uh, but it was a good trip. We we ate and we we went to the arcade, so it was good. It's a good thing. So it sounds pretty cool, right? Better than pumping quarters and. Spending who knows how much. I uh, spent like 40 bucks. That's what I did. My daughter's off on a um, event with the Catholic Church. It's called Kairos. Uh, the name escapes me now, but it's some sort of experience event. 
it's uh, supposed to be about self-realization. And Jen and I had to write letters for her to read uh, love letters, basically, to her. So I'm kind of interested to see, you know, the reaction because it was nerve wracking writing them uh, for both me and my wife. And we read each other's and and I thought hers was great. She thought mine was great. So, you know, no big deal, right? But we'll see, you know. So uh, I went, I was the one that had to go pick her up. And they had to like a little ceremony where each of the kids got a cross and their small group leaders talked about them and they said nice things about Jenna. And um, Jenna had a great experience. She got to know a lot about the people that were there. She seemed to come back different um, and our relationship has improved. Uh, so I think the love letter worked out. Um, I basically told her I didn't know what I was doing anymore, but I, I said, you know, um, you know, God made me a Christian, you know, your mom made me a husband and you made me a father. And so you're one of the three most important people in my life because you changed fundamentally who I am. And I, I want us to be strong and, you know, connected and, you know, all the way through your life and all this. And I, it was, you know, it worked out. She never talked about it, but you don't, you know, you just, you just notice the change. So it's a good thing. Good thing. Jen is a teenager now. Things are different. And, uh, you know, it might mean something to her. It may not. It did. This is why I don't record when I'm down. Um, cause I feel like I have to entertain and I have to fill up a show and talk about interesting things. And really all I want to do is just let the recorder go and just breathe in front of it. As if somehow the brainwaves themselves could speak for me. They could get out the angst and the pressures and the feelings and the shortcomings and the fears and the doubts and the worries about myself and then you could hear it firsthand instead of wondering is he just complaining too much is he just weak is he making excuses for not living his life because mm. 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 I'm truly the only one that knows and I don't even know for sure. I feel like I'm too broken. And the way I react to certain situations kind of proves to me that I'm too broken. 
to hold a job per se, you know, for instance. Um, but again, is it, is it something that I could overcome or would I be, would I be setting myself up for failure? And let me just say, I think things like doing artwork and things like volunteering in children's ministry, like I'm about to, is me trying to find that out. Can I handle responsibility? Can I be dependable? Um, you know, at least with the artwork, it's kind of on my pace. I don't have a boss. I have a client. Um, but, uh, and, and, and with children's ministry, I'm going into a place that I'm comfortable. I, I know my way around. I know how to handle kids and stuff. Um, so it's interesting the, the way I think when I'm down versus when I'm not as down, um, hearing myself actually right now is very eye opening. Um, and it just proves to me that I can't trust the feelings, man. Can't trust those feelings because they're exaggerated. They're all based on reality. There are things that I'm concerned about and things that I care about. Um, and some of them I only think of when I am down. Uh, maybe there's benefits to recording when I'm down after all. And then playing it back like this. Because to be honest, I forgot about most of this stuff. And working through it like this, it can't be bad. And I, I it might be entertaining. Who knows? I don't know. You'll have to email me and let me know. there's a part of me that would very much love to be back in children's ministry that's what i was good at that's what i did you know but i'm old now i'm not too old but i'm old by church standards you know if you're hiring somebody you're looking for somebody in their late 20s early 30s you know one thing I know about kids is that kids don't change very much. And the things that worked 10 years ago still work now. Yeah, the the uh, technology upgrades, you know, and updates and the software we use and the, the media we play and the songs we sing, you know, all that changes. But the basics of getting a point across, telling a story, making them laugh. Uh, endearing yourself to them. It's, it's the same. Say something. So I, I'm going to go to bed soon. I likely will not release this because <laughs> uh, it's just, it's not, what is it? What does it bring to anyone? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it just comes across like a, a big feel sorry for me deal 
No, not as much as you think. I don't need that. I need a lot of stuff, but I don't need people feeling sorry for me. Say something. I'm um, keeping up on you. Say something. <laughs> if you don't talk, I'm going yeah. to. <laughs> I, I got nothing. Yeah. It's rough. Four, 14, 20 minutes. Or 14 minutes, 30 seconds in or so. And I and I think I've dumped it all. You know, how many times can you say the same thing? I feel like crap. I feel like crap, and I've got to feel like crap. I've got to, for a while, because I got to give the medicine a chance. Here we go. Because I've been at this so long that I've used up almost all the medications. And what happens when I run out of medications that help? Oh, God, what happens then? Yeah. I haven't seriously thought about that. It's a big one. I mean, I, 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 have, I have had it cross my mind, but... Yeah, that's, what happens when nothing helps? There's not an unlimited supply of different kinds of antidepressants, and I've been through so many of them, and I have negative effects from a great many of them and it's very rare when i find one that works as well as this last batch did that's why it sucks so bad that the insurance company wouldn't authorize the dosage upgrade and uh and that, so you know obviously my doctor is trying to keep what i have and then add to it but it doesn't feel like what i am taking is doing anything at all anymore of course, I don't know that. I'm not a doctor, and if I quit taking it, who knows what state I would be in. But uh, anyway, I'm going to call her tomorrow and figure it out. How far back do I go? What is default for me? I've been modified for so long, I don't even know. Yeah, that's true. Am I better than I once was? Or would I go all the way back to zero? So basically asking the question, if I quit taking medicine, where would I end up? But I go all the way back to fetal position in total constant pain in the bed, or would I just go to being just miserable and useless, which is where I'm at right now? Um, yeah, I mean, so who knows? Because it feels like yesterday. It would be so easy to slip back into that. So anyway, my, my point is I, I've got to give it a shot. I've got to give this new medication a fair shake. And a fair shake is about two weeks. And I'm done with it, and I'm off of it, by the way, by, at, at this point. And um, as much as I blame the medication for messing up my sleep, um, now that things are back to normal, as of, like I said, last night, um, there there hasn't been any significant change. My mood hasn't elevated. Um, maybe dropped a bit. But it's about where it was, 
yeah, you got to understand the side effect for a lot of antidepressants um, for some folks. I mean, it's on the thing is uh, the increase of suicidal thoughts and tendencies. And so antidepressants either work or they freaking don't. And when they don't, they work against you. And that's what this stuff did to me, obviously. But when you're right in the midst of it, and, and I am really in a rock and hard place where I need to give it a shot. I need to let it work. It's two weeks. I need to give it a chance to get itself established in my system and see if it's going to be do, doing me any good. But anyway, blah, blah, blah. Four, I would say. Like it's had no impact other than negative. And at this point, um, it's kind of just another pill I'm taking and, and it doesn't have overly negative effects. So, so we'll see. We're, we're off it, but I have to, you know, my wife says, just call the doctor and, you know, that, that's not dumb to say that. It's just, I got to give it a shot. I got to let it, let it run its course. At least it's not six weeks. You know, it's just two. And it's already been one. So. I'm, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this last time I'm trying to draw pictures for people again. Yeah. I haven't really pushed it that hard. I don't know really where two other than the podcasts and I haven't done the podcast mm-hmm. and do that story show last week. And I used to promote it mostly on there and that's where most of my work came in from right now. I'm working on a project for a friend and I'm not doing very good. I had it's to push on a lot of stress. Yeah, it was rough and it's making me feel like I don't have what it takes anymore. But I kept working at it. But I'm going to keep trying. And if I can get him to, he doesn't know any of this, but if I can get him to accept something. Wait a minute. I think he listens. I think he listens to this. <laughs> yes, he does. Ah, what is my life? I think he listens. Uh, um, I just want to work through the project until I get something that he'll accept. And, and uh, I don't need any favors done. You know, if it's unacceptable, I don't want it accepted. So basically what I was going to say before I realized homeboy listens to the show is I wanted to push myself and get something out there that he would like because it would be an accomplishment and it would be something that would build my self-esteem and my esteem in general um, that I still possibly had what it takes. And I'm going to tell you, it was one of the hardest logo jobs I've ever done in my life. And I kept churning away at it uh, idea after idea, variation upon variation on themes and ideas and ended up throwing away so much work and then finally found something almost that just worked randomly. I, it was such a simple concept and it just, it just blew up and ended up with a wonderful logo that I'm very proud of. And, um, I usually don't work 
from a place of starting with absolute zero, like with a concept. Um, and in, in this concept, it was podgagement. It was a made up word. And I had to somehow get the word engagement and podcasting together as a concept through a graphic um, that would say that even if the text wasn't there. And I usually don't work that way. Usually what I do is I do artwork for people that kind of already know what they want. And they'll say, hey, I'm from a children's ministry and our children's ministry is ragamuffins for Christ. And we want an apple tree and a church and then our name underneath it. And that's it. And I do that and I'm good at that. Uh, but I was having to come up with concepts from, from just raw creativity. And it was very stressful. I, the guy will tell you, I actually quit on him. And then I kind of told, then I kind of decided, you know what? I just won't charge him and I'll do it for, for a friend. And if at the end he wants to pay me, I'll just ask him to pay what's fair and we'll go from there. And that's exactly what happened. Um, but it was a big success and it worked out really well and he's very happy and I am very happy. And, um, so anyway, there you go. Um, but I do want to keep working on it until we find something that we're both happy with or that he's happy with. I don't care if I like it or not. I do like it. Uh, you can actually see it on drawyourpicture.com. It's the podcagement logo. If you're not familiar with the RSS feed logo, look up RSS feed logo in Google. It's a circle with two little like C shapes over it, like a radio signal. And I turned that into a rocket ship. So engagement, like engage thrusters, you know. Another vote for not releasing. I have a headache. It's medicine. It's withdrawals. My back hurts. I'm old. <laughs> it's almost done. So folks. I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you, patrons, for your support. Is that it? Uh, yeah, that was it. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, not as dark in, and then other times as dark as I remembered. Um, yeah, I have some dark thoughts when I'm down. I really do. And, uh, <sighs> so anyway, if, if you're one of the people that listen because you care about me as a person, pray for me. I mean, pray for your family first. All of those people are more important than me. But add me to your list. James Kennison needs prayer. Um, always, always can can use it. And um, before you pray for me, pray for my wife. Before you know, because she is um, the one that has to put up with me, and uh, she is also like the source of everything good in my life right now. Like, like there's a handful of things that bring me pleasure 
in my mind, you know, that I'm, I'm capable of, of experiencing feeling good right now. She's one of them. Podcasting used to be one of them right now. It's not. Um, so yeah, she, that's, that's a lot of pressure for, for a lady. So anyway, um, I hope that was somewhat interesting to you. Uh, I think I would probably do that again when I'm feeling really dark, just turn on the microphone and talk and then react to it later when I'm feeling better. So just know that was supposed to come out a week ago. And, and now, you know, here it is two weeks later. My goal of course is to start podcasting as soon as humanly possible. I want to do it. I, I miss it. I love it. It's one of the few things that is still successful after all these years that I've put time and energy into, and I would hate for it to be destroyed, but that is in and of itself part of the reason I can't seem to, to do it because there's so much pressure on it, you know? So anyway, uh, I hope you're doing okay. And if you feel like it, email me james at nlcast.com. Your emails are always read and always appreciated. Even if I don't respond to them right away. Uh, some of you guys write some long emails and I love them. I love them, but the long ones are hard to respond to because there's so much in them. And, um, and I feel pressure. I feel anxiety because I want to do you right. You know, I want, I want to, I want to like, you know, put the same energy in it that you did and, and let you know how important you are to me. And I don't want to be like you, you filled out a page and then I write back, well, thanks. God bless. You know, uh, so, um, do me a favor. You, you don't have to keep it short, but if you do, you're more likely to get a quicker response. So anyway, James at nlcast.com. Thanks for listening. And thank you patrons for your support. If you'd like to support the show, just go to, um, geokcast at gmail or geokcast.com. And, uh, there's a, there's a Patreon link right there. I think it's patreon.com slash GOK. Thank you. And God bless you. And I'll talk to you when I'm doing better in theory. Bye-bye.